behavior bitches. Hey guys, it's just Casey. Yep, sorry to disappoint you. Liad is on Passover and Shabbat. Um, I'm promising to bring you an amazing episode regardless if she's here or not. Not that I don't miss her a ton. Um, but we are on episode 45. Holy crap. Anyone else getting stress hives? That's my rhyme because I've been getting them all up my chest all during this coronavirus. I'm talking like, I'm like, I got to go to a dermatologist. What's wrong with me? Also, guys, rest in peace, John Prine. That's kind of a rhyme. Make me an angel flies from all night listening to his music. I'm obsessed with him and he passed away from this virus. So just wanted to give a little shout out to him. Um, and we're so excited for today's episode because it's something that I want to use our platform for in disseminating something really, really important. We always want to bring to you guys um, ABA in a way that you can understand it. But this is also super important. And we have two guests that I am so excited for. Um, that I follow. I've wanted one of them on for a long time, so I'm really excited. And the other one too, of course, but um, I'm just fangirling over here at the moment, seeing him. Uh, I'll introduce them in a second. <laughs> um, but really, honestly, um, we just want to talk about some amazing thing out there that they've created called the RBT Relief Fund. And it is so awesome. I became a giver and I want to become more of a giver. And I know times are uncertain and we are so scared and um, anxieties are really high. We don't know if we're going to have a job. My husband's company got cut 40%. Um, things are happening that are scary. But I think in these times coming together and collaborating and using the resources we do have, even if it's just a little bit, it goes a long way. Um, my relationship I've built with my RBT that I've been giving with is you know, I gave her something and I didn't even think it was a lot. And she felt so incredibly grateful. And in turn, that made me be like, okay, I want to give more. <laughs> so it's a really cool thing. So I want to get right into just introducing them. Um, first, and I hope I pronounce your name. Is it Hannah or Hannah? Hannah. Hannah. Okay. I was like, <laughs> it spelled weird, but Hannah Durkin. Yeah. I was like, I just don't want to miss uh, speak. Um, she basically has been in the field for uh, 10 years, been a BCBA for five years. She's worked in all different types of um, environments, residential living, adult vocational, um, preschool, center-based, community, school-based, and more. Um, that's super awesome. She's also got a great Instagram. Uh, she works out a ton, and I love following her. Um, it's that, <laughs> that analytic girl. I hope I got that right. Uh, yeah. She's awesome. And then the second guest, um, who I've been following for a long time, since I've been um, in the field, I know, is she fangirling too? We're both like, oh, he's here. Ridiculous. <laughs> um, it's Dr. Shane Spiker, um, and he is clearly a BCBA. So you've got three BCBAs. So I was going to talk about this earlier, and I forgot. I'm not going to go into the robot voice Liatas with the behavior stuff because you're going to get it. You're going to get it in the episode. It'll be fine. Um, but I don't. I don't even want to live up to her. So. Basically, he has um, got his uh, degree um, in 2012 from the University of Phoenix in psychology. Um, in May 2019, he graduated with his PhD um, in clinical <laughs> psychology with a concentration on instructional design 
from Walden University. He's been immersed in this field of ABA for 10 years, and he does an amazing job disseminating the science in a way that you can relate it as well, which I'm so excited about having him on here. Um, he does a lot, too, with writing and publishing several articles, um, and he serves as a co-instructor at FIT, where Liat went, and Arizona State University, where he teaches graduate-level coursework. Um, but welcome to the show, guys. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for having thank us. You. This is really great. I'm really excited to be here too. Like, I'm like, oh, I get to be on Behavior Bitch Ass. Awesome. Yeah, like so, I'm fangirling over you. <laughs> yes, like legitimately. Yeah, it's great. You guys are su super sweet. Um, oh my God, I forgot to read the review of the day, guys. See, this shit happens, right? When I'm alone, I'm like, typically she talks and I'm over here like, what do I got to do next? So I'm going to read the review because it's very reinforcing to people too um here and they reach out and it makes us feel really good and um it's just you know all around we need positivity in this world right now so yeah um i've got one here from tone s-o-c-c-r thanks for making me think outside of the box i've been a bcba since 2014 and your podcast was recommended to me by a friend who was studying for her boards Love how you guys push the boundaries and force listeners to think about applying ABA to more than just our clients. I work at a school for kids with developmental disabilities, and after just a few episodes, I had a light bulb moment about using the ABA principles we implement all day with the kids to reinforce staff behavior. Duh, how did we not think about this before? Thanks for making ABA so much fun and for helping new BCBAs as they join the field. Love you, mean it. Thank you so much. That review is awesome. That's really like the crux of what we're trying to do here. So I read that I one this morning it. and I had, I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> More stress hives or goosebumps. <laughs> I don't know what you want to call it. But it's great. Like it's great seeing that kind of stuff. Like when people can apply it, like that's like such a great OBM application. So behavior is behavior. behavior, human behavior, animal behavior. We're all organisms living in this crazy world right now that we're in. Um, yeah. I was actually thinking, you know, when you ask people how they're doing, right? Like, how are you? Typically, the response that people give you is like, I'm good. Like, I know yeah. I do that. I'm good. And I feel like we're getting a lot more honest responses recently. Yes. Like, yeah, there's Tom Segura does a good, he does a little bit on this where he's like, if you ask, if somebody asks you how you are and you answer them honestly, that's fucking inconsiderate. Like, <laughs> like you don't need Thank the you for dropping from, the first F-bomb of the show. Yeah, it was, a, it was bound to happen. So, <laughs> uh, But he says, he's like, you know, it's it's inconsiderate. Like, who are you to burden somebody else with your stuff? But it was like a kind of a funny bit that he talks about. But yeah, I think we're getting more honest responses. It's kind of interesting. It is interesting. It's a whole shift of like that uh, human behavior of just like, okay, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. And I'm a queen of that. Like under the covers inside my private, you know, verbal behavior, my private events are like off the friggin' chain right now. Yeah. Um, but external, my behaviors I'm engaging and I'm like, wake up in the morning, make my bed, get in the shower, <laughs> brush my teeth. This is my task analysis of how I start my day. <laughs> and I can check <laughs> off that I am 100% independent at all these steps. And inside I'm like, oh my God, right? Like freaking yeah. out. Um, and so coming and being real and honest and, you know, in this time, especially for our profession is we are people people, right? We want to be in the room, playing, teaching, um, interacting. And so switching to this whole telehealth thing slash maybe people losing jobs and mm -hmm. uh, a lot of people are being furloughed, laid off, small businesses going out of business. Um, there's been a lot and these two came together and created this awesome thing. So Hannah, please tell us about what you created. Um, so it's the RBT Relief Fund. When all this started to happen, I feel like everybody immediately took a shift where we just started yelling at each other. 
And it was really frustrating. I don't like to be yelled at. I don't like seeing people get yelled at. And then I was walking around my town or running. Yes, I work out a lot. I went for a run and I saw this random person who had bought all this Jimmy John's and was handing it out to people. And I realized there's so much more we can do than bitch at each other. And it's such a waste of energy. And so um, I continued on my run and then I got home and my one of my RBTs called me and she was in a panic and she kept saying to me, you know, I know this isn't professional. You're not my mom. You're not going to take care of me, but what am I going to do? And so I calmed her down. I was like, I'll figure something out. Like, we'll figure it out. I can't help you because ethically I'm not supposed to. And I struggled with that a lot. And then I called a BCBA friend and was like, hey, if you help my RBT, I'll help an RBT you need. And that way we're ethical about it. And so then I kept like pacing around my house. I could not sit still, which means that the wheels were turning and shit's going crazy. So my husband's like, uh, do you want me to ask? And I said, no, <laughs> just leave me be. It's on fire. I'll figure it out. And so then I ended up like just kind of having a light bulb moment of this could be grandiose. We could just everybody love on everybody's RBTs because they're the first line of our field. And unfortunately, they were the first to go in all of this. And I get it because of the way that, you know, our hierarchies and works are structured. Um, So I texted Shane. What was it, Shane? Like 10 p.m. I'm like, hey, you busy? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it was something. It was it was late, and you were like, and you were so polite about it because you're like, oh, I'm sorry for the late text. I'm like, please, like, I can't remember the last time I fell asleep at ten. That was like a, that, <laughs> that, that that was late for me, you know. So it was like, yeah, like, what's up? What's going on? Yeah, so what made you like, reach out to Shane? Like, can we do this? I have an idea. You, but I need somebody to like keep my head down. Like, I go in the clouds a lot, and I need someone to be like, that's not realistic, but this is. And so we, I started a, a, it was a Google sheet, which I'd never used one of those surveys. And I, w- I didn't even know how the data was going to look. Um, it's but pretty it, cool though, how it works, right? When you do a Google form, yeah. they send you all the analytics, they give you a pie chart, they give you an Excel sheet, they give you like all the, it's cool. Yeah. My ABA brain, when I pulled the data, I was like, oh, <laughs> Uh, so we went on and we we just took it based on the timestamp. I mean, we had 600 RBTs in need the first night. And wow, we the only way we could do it was we went through and we verified. I like split up the list with Shane Spiker and then another coworker of ours, Holly Downs. And we split it up and we all started verifying RBTs. And then any RBT that wasn't on the list, I searched their name and tried to find out if they were on LinkedIn and just verify that they were in our field and not like some po-bum who was jumping in on the RBT fund. And then we started matching up the givers. And what night was it, Shane? We sent out the first emails and it was, we tried to keep it anonymous. So when the RBT replies all, we see their response and they were sharing their stories and their struggles. And I was like two bottles of wine deep, bawling my eyes out. And where were you, Shane? Because I was a freaking hot mess. Yeah. I mean, I was, uh, the first, the first night we got all that stuff, it was just really, um, I was home, um, just kind of hanging out and, uh, you know, just looking at the the amount of need and just the stories, I mean, and, and you know, you kind of see the same story over and over, uh, I will say, like, where it's like, you know, I'm an RBT, I'm a single parent, I'm, you know, we have a mortgage, like, and, and what I thought was really interesting, too, was you would get some people to be like, hey, you know, I still have my job right now, and it's okay, I just need a roll, I just need some toilet paper, like, we would have a couple people that were just like, we just need <laughs> toilet paper, and um, so you saw the story where it's like, thank you so much, thank you for matching us, 
here's what I need. And nobody's been like, I just need somebody to pay my bills. Like it's been like, they've been very honest about it and very open and very vulnerable. So, um, you know, that is a lot to take in, you know, just kind of like, cause you're seeing it just it pour in. Well, right. It just pours in and pours in and pours in. Like it's, you know, it's like now you've got this one person in need. You've got this one family in need. You've got this, the, that, and the other. And uh, yeah, I was home hanging out and just kind of reviewing all the stuff and going through it and trying to match some people up. But it was, it's, it's intense. I mean, I don't think that, I think you get a really, uh, you get a better picture of what is actually happening in our field when you see those stories. Um, I think it's easy to be a BCBA and be like, okay, well, I can move to telehealth. I'm worried about my RBT. But when you see those really vulnerable stories, you're like, this is, this is some real stuff. Like, I mean, these are people's lives. This is, Somebody's not going to make their water bill. Somebody's not going to make their mortgage payment. Somebody's not going to be able to feed their kids this week. Like, it was shocking. It is. I, I, you know, I've gotten a lot of people reaching out to us through study notes, too. And we're trying to do everything we can to offer free resources, um, you know, do these free classes. But we also do, like, um, scholarships for people. And I get, the, you know, hundreds of emails of stories. This is before COVID. <laughs> like, right. completely before that, that I go through. And I, Hannah, I totally relate to you. Liat's like, Casey, I need you to take this project on of like reading through the hundreds of emails to pick the person that, and how the hell do I pick one person <laughs> out of all that? I had to do a random name generator. And then I ended up giving away like five extra. I was just like, I can't like, I, you know, I think in our, our field, we're like very compassionate and empathetic. Mm -hmm. And um, when you get those stories, you're like, you know what, all I want to do is get people to pass the exam to be become a BCBA. Um, and mm -hmm. it is true. Like you don't see right now, you see a lot of things on Facebook that are people are, how do I do telehealth? Like, how do I move? I'm a BCBA, how, just like more resources, but we don't see a lot of the stories of the direct support people um, mm -hmm. who are in crisis. And then it, that turns into families being in crisis and it's just a trickle down effect. Um, mm -hmm. And so, yeah, so you two came together with this br genius brainchild. Um, and what made you reach out to Shane? Like, how was that connection made? Uh, well, I knew Shane had a huge heart and I just figured Shane also is one of those people who matches my personality. So when we say we're going to do it, we fucking do it and Absolutely. we do it hard. And yeah. like, that sounds terrible. We don't do it hard. We, <laughs> we go hard in the paint. <laughs> we go hard in the paint. Like we, don't, I mean, we don't really... actually fucking do it, but they like do it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're all in, you know, I, I, when, when Hannah came to me and that's why I like when people ask about it, I try to make sure people know like this, Hannah came to me, like I just happened to be there. Like this is really the brainchild of Hannah and, and really working on this. And, um, and I'm happy to be a part of it, but yeah, I mean, we've worked together on a couple different projects and a couple different things, and we have really like leaned hard into making sure that we get this stuff done and that we work really like we work because we do work well together. Um, and I think that's part of it is that we do have like complementary personalities and like very similar mindsets about the field and helping people. Um, so I'm glad that she reached out. But yeah, I mean, just so that every so the record is clear and it is is out there. This was Hannah's thing. Like I just happened to be a part of it and was like got rolled into it. So. So Hannah, tell me and tell the listeners like how it works, um, what exactly they need to do, because um, I want to use this platform, the um, followers we have, the listeners we have, you guys are all amazing, um, and we appreciate it so incredibly much, but I want to take the time, like even if you're not in the field, we have a lot of listeners that aren't in the field, mm -hmm. that are psychologists, that are, um, you know, we've done a ton with Hosh's negotiations and been 
connected with the Schraner Institute and Steve Kurtz we've had on from like, you know, the psychology side um, and really cool, awesome people. Um, and I think we can expand it to more givers that aren't just maybe BCBAs, right? I want to like yeah. get this out there. Like if you're listening and you're in a position where you can give anything at all, like become a yeah. match with a person, you're going to actually connect with them um, and become just someone that they can, you don't have to give a ton, literally anything yeah. helps. So go ahead, Hannah, and tell us more. Um, so there's a Google form, the links on my Instagram, and I think Shane has it on his as well. And I'm going to put it in the show notes as well, guys, if you're. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Um, and then you opt, you're either going to select that you are someone who is in need or someone willing to support someone in need. So make sure you get those options right. I'm really good about spotting when somebody selected it wrong. Um, and then you get to pick how many you want to support. You can do one, two, three, or four plus, which means I just put you for four and you can ask me for more. Um, and then I email the, we email the RBT and we CC you on it. Um, if you want to be anonymous, you just put that in the notes. And what we do is we, I send you more information on this is the email, this is the store, send them what you need. Um, I did, we didn't want to do a fund because that's always really messy. There's money involved and I didn't want to do that. And I wanted to create a way for ABA to contact our contingencies a little bit better, right? If you're wanting to do a good deed, I want you to contact that person independently and have that emotional moment of I'm giving to you because I can. And then you have that bond for life who's in the field. It may be a future student. You never know. Some of these people have developed such amazing relationships out of this because they're ongoing supporting these RBTs. And then for other people, it's you send one and then you sign up again and I can pair you with a different RBT because the list is ongoing. So if you go on the link and you sign up, um, it might just be a day or two. I pull data every other day and then I match up the pairs and I send them out or I send them over to Shane and he emails them out. Uh, but just make sure to check your spam because it is coming. Like mine's a Gmail. And I don't know, are you using personal email? Shane? Yeah, my, mine's a Hotmail. So please don't make fun of me. But I was just going to say. <laughs> I it, thought I've you were cool. I don't really want him on the show anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm not hipping with it. Like I'm like, like, you know, my, my teenage daughter reminds me all the time about how uncool I am. So it's okay. I've, I've come to accept it. you humble. That's what she does. That's what, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I think she absorbed all of your coolness because the stuff you post about her is just too much. <laughs> oh my God. She's yeah. She's, she's a cool kid. So yeah, but she reminds me all the time. Like she's like, that's not cool. Like she she's always embarrassed to me. So I haven't told her I have a hotmail account yet. So that might be the straw that breaks the camel's back. At least it's not not AOL. Yeah, right. <laughs> You're like a little step above AOL. <laughs> so Very it's good true. to know that it's ongoing. And I'm I just learned this. That's great. Cause now I want to go back on and and, yeah. re, and you know like reopen up another one. Um I was yeah. thinking that it if you sign up once, that was it. So that's really great information. No, if you go and sign up again, it just adds you back in. Um, and there's just an ongoing list. So I keep verifying the RBTs or the behavior assistance for people who don't have to work as an RBT. They can work without the credentialing. But I'm, I'm verifying that they are employed in our field, at least just trying to make sure that we keep it within house. Um, but it's just really cool. I've met a lot of really awesome RBTs and just from a standpoint too, like it helps in the world of ethics, right? We can't give our RBTs or our supervisees things. And as um, at my company, I'm an RBT coordinator for everybody in, in my region of Michigan. So I'm like, well, shit, I can't do anything ethically speaking. Now, 
don't get me wrong. There are many times I break broken ethical codes in the name of humanity, but don't um, drink the fucking is, water, Hannah. Don't yeah, like don't drink water or use the toilet. Don't take the water, <laughs> especially now because toilet paper is the hot commodity. Oh, yeah, right. Oh God, that's like getting even more crazy. But it's good. I mean, and then there's friendships and we've even had, um, so just talking about who else outside of the field, my mom took on an RBT. <laughs> my, some of my friends um, just gave me a gift card and I mailed it out to RBTs. Um, there was a couple of parents, I think, just looking at names. They're like, oh, I want to support the field. And I think they're, they're parents with kids who have autism who get ABA who've signed up. Mm-hmm. Um, I put it out on LinkedIn and we got a lot of people who were in related fields, psychology, mental health, who worked alongside the RBTs on the teams. And so it's really cool to see that even people external for our field appreciate what we do so much that they want these direct staff to just make it through this time. Because what we don't want is the direct staff not being able to wait for their jobs to come back. Um, and leaving the field because they're so valuable, they're so highly trained, and and our kids would suffer greatly, right? Our clients and adults especially. Um, so it's we want to keep them waiting, but in order to do that, we got to support them. Yeah, I think another part of this too, just to kind of uh, as part of the process, like there, because I get a lot of questions about is there a minimum commitment? Um, yeah. And there's not. There's no minimum commitment. You could send a twenty dollar gift card, and that might be helpful. Um, we've had some BCBAs send two hundred, three hundred dollars, stuff like that. I mean, probably even upwards of that. I don't know to what degree, because some people are remaining anonymous or they're getting connected. But um, you know, there's no minimum or maximum commitment. It's just whatever you're able to support and provide. Um, that's mm-hmm. what we're looking at, and um, totally voluntary. Um, no pressure at all can be anonymous if you want to. Um, and that's been, it's, it's designed to be low pressure and just really give support to the people who need it. Mm -hmm. I think about it this way. Um, I had to switch my mindset to the fear of the unknown. And if, you know, our companies are going to make it, uh, if my husband's going to have a job, like thinking of all these things and switch it to how much money are we saving staying home and not going to bars and restaurants and getting my nails done and my hair done that I just actually cut myself today because I'm like, and gotta go. Um, so like I'm saving, I really am actually looking at my bank account. I'm saving money because um, mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that I spend on stupid shit that I'm not spending. Um, and of course we all want to hoard everything right now because we're scared, but look at it that way. You know, if you spent $5, I, every day would go to Roma Joe's before work, right? Spent $5 on a large iced coffee, travel the world with almond milk in case anyone cares what I drink. Um, (laughs) (laughs) and so, um, I like, think about that. So like add that up and then what can I give that now I can give that to somebody, right? Um, it's a really cool way to break it down. I had a friend text me and was like, you know, I had looked at my bank account and realized that like I wasn't spending a lot of money and that my financials came back for the week. I get a report out and I spent $6 in a week. (laughs) And it's like, so that says anything like you're right. Like that is definitely one thing is like, you're not spending as much money. Like you're not having it. Like somebody gets like, there's a meme going around said like, uh, does anybody else get three weeks to the gallon now or something like that? And it's like, (laughs) you know, like, no, like we're and that's, and that's fine. And, you know, but I think I've always looked at it too. Like the idea of, um, you know, I remember the story, I think Megan Miller, Dr. Megan Miller posted this about how, um, they, they gave somebody like a couple bucks. Somebody was asking for money. They gave them a couple bucks and then they got punished for like giving them money. Well, that person could be spending money on this and they could be doing that and da, 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 da. And my mentality kind of walking into this has been this idea of do good recklessly. It's like, what does it matter that they spend? Like you're still doing good. Like don't punish like 
the intention or um, like the the giving nature of what we're trying to do. Like, mm -hmm. like, hey, you know what? If that RBT decides to spend it on a 12 pack of beer, then fine. If that's what they need, that's what they need. But like, they're still getting the support. And that's one less stressor that they have in their life if mm -hmm. they can kind of have just something in their pocket. So, um, so I kind of have been taking it that route. It was like this idea of like, do good recklessly. Um, so that's like been that. kind of a fun, a fun space to be in. And also think about like, you know, it's not even about, you know, maybe so much of the money, maybe that RBT just needs to freaking email you and, or meet you on zoom and just have someone to freaking talk to. I've been hosting these morning meetups with, you know, just, just, Hey, I started a place where at 9am you come and we just literally, maybe we exercise, maybe we shoot the shit about ABA, maybe we, and the amount of like people that have come all ages, all ranges of life, um, feet, not even in ABA who are like, I just need this like kind of routine right now to keep me going. Um, and you know, have people that I can just shoot the shit with feel comfortable in a really safe space. Um, so it's so much more than just like, if you feel like you're out there and you're like, Oh, I can't really give anything right now. Cause I'm scared. Like think about this. And also one thing that happened to me is the day I gave to my RBT, someone sent me the exact same amount of money. Weirdly, I'm telling you this cycle of like money is just money. It goes around guys. Like, and I was like, Holy shit. Now I want to give that back again. Like mm -hmm. I didn't even know yeah. how I, like, they just were like, here, I want to send this to you. It's like, what? Like a family member, you know, I was just like, yeah. Oh my gosh, like, thank you so much. And I just put it out. And now it's back. So you, what you put out to the universe, mm -hmm. I'm telling you guys, you'll get it back. Yeah. We're yeah. just recycling tokens. It's fine. <laughs> Generalized condition reinforcers. No big deal. <laughs> no big deal. I love that. And I was telling someone, I'm like, if you think of a single RBT, I th I like texted one of my friends who used to be an RBT of mine. I'm like, how much do you eat in a week? Like if you were just ravenous and he's like, like 55, 60 bucks. I'm like, that's it. Wow. Like I have a family. <laughs> so for me, it's different, but um, when I saw that and I texted my RBT and I said, what do you, what do you spend on groceries in a week? She's like 50 bucks. I'm like, well, here's 60, get some beer. Yeah. <laughs> spend like, rest on food treat yourself. Stay healthy. <laughs> I spend like good. way more than that. And it's just me and my husband. God, I need to like really <laughs> simmer down on that. Uh, I think it's also just like that when you walk into the grocery store now and everyone has masks on, you're like, I need everything. Like yes. Yes. the motivation is completely changed where Things I would never buy, like freezer food, like not, not our thing or very like cook, you know, healthy produce. And the produce section you guys see is stocked, right? Mm -hmm. You go to the freezer section and it's right. gone. Like right. it's, it's a weird switch here. And I see my behavior switching as well, where I'm like, yes, I need the frozen cauliflower. I don't need fresh cauliflower. I need it frozen because apparently our power is going to go out. Right, guys? Right. <laughs> the world never know. Uh, so, yeah. Um, but it's just so incredible. So right now you can go and you can sign up um, and I'll post it in the show notes on our Facebook at Behavior Bitches. I'll post it in Instagram at Behavior Bitches um, and I'll share their um, personal uh, Instagram handles so that you guys can also go there. Um, it's just like really, really, really important right now for us to have some servant leadership and give back and show the field that, you know, we're going to we're going to you know, get through this, it will be okay on the other side. Um, and people like you guys are doing amazing things that just make me so happy. So I had to do this. Well, thank you. I mean, I, Hannah and I have kind of talked about this briefly, but like this has made us really like, it's like filled our cup and kind of reminded us like we are in a field of people that are just, our community is amazing. Uh, it's, it's, 
unbelievable um, mm-hmm. how much that, you know, the givers that are able to give have been. And, you know, it's like, it's just been, it's been really refreshing to see given that there is so much infighting in our field sometimes and so much like back and forth. Like, it's really good to see everybody kind of like, you know, they're all in and they're like, you know, this is our team. These are, these are, you know, RBTs are our first responders really for our field. So it's like now giving back to them, it's, it's been, you know, it's been really, it's been really refreshing to see that. Mm-hmm. I also want to point out, that's a good point, Shane. Like there are first responders and I know a lot of people, especially at my old, um, you know, place of employment, they're still considered essential employees. They're still going out there guys in homes, in clinics, um, especially people that work with the adults with disabilities, mm-hmm. they're like really important because these parents sometimes they are they can't take care of their kids when they're in their 70s and they're dealing with a 30 year old with like highly aggressive, self injurious behaviors. I know so many RBTs that are still going to work every single day. Yeah. And that, yeah. Right. So even if you're out there going to work and you have a job, like, right, you're grateful. But like, let's also switch that and be like, they need support too. So like, mm-hmm. if you're out there and you need some support, you're still going to work. You're like scared as hell that you're going to get some, you know, this COVID. Um, reach out to see if you need. Maybe you need to be a person that needs help. Like, mm-hmm. this is open both ways. Whether you w- want to be a giver or a receiver. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and we've had people that have opted out. They've been like, you know, I, I, you know, my the the I had one RBT that was like, um, you know. I, I've been thinking about this. My husband still has his job. We don't have to really worry about this. I'm going to go ahead and give up my space for somebody else who might need it more uh, and then come back to it later if I have to. And I was like, mm-hmm. hey, like, you know, that's perfectly fine with us. Like, whatever you need. Like, and that was really heartwarming, too. Yeah. I had an RBT who had emailed me because she knows me personally and said, you know, my family's really well off. I'm not working right now, but I'm going to be okay. And I'd like to share the love. So it was an RBT who was blessed beyond their means and wanted to share and nobody is going to be excluded from you know the giving process it's all great and uh i was telling shane somebody paid it forward to me in a way that i can't really describe a couple months ago so when this kind of happened and i just felt that internal push of like this is my chance to to pay it forward and if anybody wants to ball their eyes out later but there's this book called be a bucket filler you know what i'm talking about no, I've never it's heard like of that. A kindergarten book. It's called The Bucket. Filler. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. You fill your bucket each day and then you like when oh things God. happen, like, you dump they it gets lower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. One of my very that. first clients, we read that book together and I was like in tears and it's just kind of a mantra I try to to work with within the field and you know, our techs are in there. They get the shit kicked out of them. They get literally shit on in some cases and bitten and punched and I don't even want to know what some other RBTs have had happen to them. And in a field where there's so much punishment, I think it's fair that right now we can we can reinforce that they are doing an amazing job. And I want it to be an opportunity for our field to, you know, crush some of those negative stigmas and have an opportunity for us to be where all of those RBTs can say to anybody considering a job in the field or anybody on that little teetering bridge of the psychological field, and they're not sure what they want to do, to be able to say, you know, when that pandemic happened, the field had my back. So I am devoted to ABA forever. Like, that's what I hope comes out of all this. I'm like over here, just like goosebumping. <laughs> I know, I'm like sweating. I don't get goosebumps. I sweat profusely when I Oh, I sweat every time I podcast. I've got like... 
so much sweat going on. But I think it's that, the lack of like human interact. <laughs> but like, so what Hannah just said, like, it's so true. Like, I feel like we our field, and we've talked about this so much. I think the what Shane was mentioning, how amazing our field has come together. When when I first started study notes and um, behavior bitches, we were definitely, you know, went through a period where I was like, oh my God, like they hate us. Everyone hates us. We're trying to do good, but like we have this like, and Liat doesn't give a F about anything and is like, let's, she's just <laughs> like the brainchild and I'm the content, like, you know, the person who like keeps us like level headed and, you know, continuing with content because I love to learn. Um, and I always want everyone's approval all the time. So, I went through a really hard time in my life when we first started these two companies um, because I was feeling very like people were judging and, um, you know, we were breaking out the boundary out of the box for sure, 100%. Um, but our main goal was for this to be, again, like Hannah said, to get people to understand that our field isn't scary. Our field's amazing. And like, we want more people in this field and the way we can help is unreal. And our science is can be learned by anyone and all the people out there that are scared of it or are, you know, we've had a bad rap. Like, I don't, we don't want that. Um, and mm -hmm. so again, with this whole pandemic thing, we've been through all the free resources, all the um, meetups mm -hmm. we've had with people in the field that I thought hated me, which I know is so stupid to think about. Um, it's really been a beautiful thing to see like, Hey guys, we're all in this together and we're really trying to do the same mission. So how can we do it together mm -hmm. versus like yeah. this separation? Yeah, I love I love that you brought up like the stigma of like our field having a bad rap because I'm you know I I always laugh about that. That's a that's something that always gets under my skin because like I think that what we do is amazing. And if you listen to Pat Fryman talk about like oh, anything, you're like, first of all, he makes me feel like a bad behavior analyst because I'm like <laughs> yeah. because I'm in always like way. in the best way. Like he he always makes me feel like I can do better. But my to the point of like when people are like, oh, our field has a bad rap. I'm like, our, first of all, the practitioners in our field are incredible. Every field has a bad rap. You want to talk about a bad rap? Neuroscience invented the lobotomy. So get the fuck out of here with that bad rap bullshit. <laughs> like, like let's talk about clinical psychology and institutionalization for a second. Like, like you mm -hmm. want to talk about bad raps? Okay. Like, like let's mm -hmm. get out of here with that. Like, you know, oh, we had we have a, a, a sorted history. So does every other field except you know. The guy that invented the lobotomy got a Nobel Peace Prize. So, you know, let's go ahead and let's let's put that away for a minute and say, you know, he, we're here now. We're better. And, you know, I think that we have a really great field. And I think that this this event like this, you know, the the COVID stuff and and with the RBT stuff and the community coming together, I think speaks volumes to the heart that is in our field, because um, I'm not hearing about this in any other field. Um, I'm not hearing about the same thing, the community coming together, small net community coming together, putting some resources together, pooling them and supporting the people that are on the front lines. Mm -hmm. I feel like I just saw behind Hannah, she has ABA in letters. <laughs> like that's dedication. She's, she's got the Cooper book up there too. The I love this. <laughs> I Honestly, like we are ABA strong. Someone needs to write that and make like some product on that. Um, so Hannah- yeah, currently, um, what are the statistics or data that you have for givers versus, I don't know what you call them, receivers or RBTs? People in need. Yeah, I know. I never yeah. really knew what name to give it. I switched it up a lot of times. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so we have over a thousand RBTs who are in need or have registered as in need, and we have helped um, over 240. Okay, so. As of this morning. All right. So we got to, we got to really put that into perspective, right? So yeah, we have a lot, we have a lot more work to do and a lot, um, 
you know, more, we need more givers. Um, that's the whole thing here. You see those numbers over a thousand in need and only 240 ish, um, people that are able to help. So mm-hmm. we need to up that and that's, we need to do that. That's our job right now. And, yeah. um, I'm super motivated to even get this out so much on all our platforms. Cause we have a lot of people out there that follow. So you do. <laughs> yeah. So if you guys, <laughs> love the behavior bitches and you really want to support us don't support us support our frontline essential support direct staff rbts okay that is my like psa for this episode is to really like we know you're out there listening i know people aren't driving as much but we have a lot of platforms and i just want everyone to just really go inside and think about, Hey, you know what? I have this gift card from old Navy that I forgot. I got from my uncle from Christmas of 1995 (laughs) that I can give, right? Like I just went through my junk drawer with my husband and we have so many gift cards. I don't use gift cards. Like, I don't know people give them to me and I don't use them. Right. So I'm going to send them out. Like, I just want to give them away. I have market basket gift cards. His company is really um, a religious company and they want, they give you gift cards to give away each year. Um, and we compile them. I'm like, why didn't we do this? Like, I, I'm a shitty person. I should have given these away. Now I can. <laughs> so that's yeah. my goal that I'm well, going to do. It, and, and very honestly, um, you know, it sounds like, uh, like, I mean, it, it like accepting the role as a giver sounds like it can be a lot, but it, I swear, I promise you, like the RBTs aren't coming in and asking for you to pay their rent for or their student loans no. or anything like that. They're asking for like just enough to get through a week or two. Like they're asking for just enough to make sure that their kids are fed, just enough to make sure that, uh, you know, they, they're just asking for just what they need. And, and they're being very honest. They're not going like, just send me cash. No, I've not had somebody that's been like, no, 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 no gift cards. I just want cash only. Like they're like, yeah, this is, these are the gift cards that work for me. These are the places that are around me. Gas cards would be helpful because I'm still going out in the field. Uh, you know, whatever it might be like, they, they're asking just for what they need. And they're not asking for, most of them aren't even asking for dollar amounts. They're like, not, everyone yeah. that I've connected, they're going, this is, this is where my need is. Any little bit will help. Thank you. Like that's mm-hmm. really been the entire conversation. So. I agree. Even with mine, it wasn't a, you know, I kind of tried to pull it out of her. I'm like, tell me what you need really like be transparent with me <laughs> she's like she's like honestly just whatever you can do it's fine and i'm like so in my head then i'm like this like okay well what is going to be the best way and i want to give her cash i want to give her this so like then as yeah. the giver i'm like you know she never ever said to me i need 200 bucks for rent never not there was no number involved it was just what i could give like i looked at what i saved this month and was like here you know take this and it really does honestly it lifts you up, fills your cup, fills your bucket, fills their bucket, um, and helps support the field that we need so badly. So yeah, 100%. Kudos to you. kudos to you guys. Honestly, there was other things I wanted to get into on this episode, but I feel like the importance of this is so incredible that it doesn't even matter about all the other things that I wanted to talk about, right? <laughs> that all fades away and falls away when I'm like, no, this is like the important thing. Um, and I thank you guys so much for the work that you're doing. And if you need any help, Hannah, like, or Shane, like with organizing, I can help. Honestly. I'll keep, so, it, I'll keep that in mind. Yeah. Like if that's and something just that a like. Special thanks. Like we know there's so many givers and I think it, um, Shane and I were kind of talking one day about how there's no way to thank everybody because we can't figure out or remember who wanted to be anonymous and who didn't. 
but it's kind of a testimony to our field. We're not grandiose celebratory people. We go in, we change lives and we walk away with nothing more than a hug from the people who know and see what we did. And that's really all we ever really get in our field, you know, like, I feel like I've changed so many lives, but it's kind of under the radar. So I do want the givers to know, like, we are so incredibly thankful. And what you guys are doing is so loving and kind. And I can't believe the outpouring support we've gotten. And if you can continue to give, amazing, sign back up. And if not, we we love that you were able to support someone, even if it was for one week. It could have been the difference between them and not eating and just know that even if there's no grandiose gestures made, um, it's amazing what you've done. Absolutely, 100%. I couldn't have said it better myself. I know, I over, <laughs> I'm over here, I'm like gonna cry. <laughs> think, you know, like perfectly said, Hannah, and um, I'm just so glad that we got this chance to get on here and kind of shoot the shit and talk about something really fucking important. Yeah. Um, <laughs> honestly, we, we want our guys to feel supported and, um, families to feel supported and mm -hmm. it's beautiful. So I will share all that in the show notes for you guys, as well as post it on all of our platforms. Um, but I'm just so grateful that we had this conversation. It really lifted me up today. I needed a little lift up. Like just all these relationships and connections and, um, our field's doing an amazing job also to put this out of offering free shit right now. Like oh, yeah. use this opportunity guys, if you're out there and you're like at home with, you know, anxiety and all this, you know what? I've been putting my anxiety into all the Cal Abba that Sarah Troutman's been doing a amazing job. The whole team free CEUs. I did one with Mark Sundberg yesterday. Holy crap. My mind's blown. I missed it. And I heard it. Oh, it was literally, so I was in my car. I had to do it. I was like, and like the whole relational frame theory and stimulus equivalence. And we teamed up with Sitecore and we had a class for free the other day um, with them. And, you know, all these collaborations and all these free resources, use them to your advantage. Like, I don't care if you're studying, if you're in your master's program, if you think you might have an interest in ABA or you're a BCBA for 10 years and you think you're the shit. Use this stuff to learn from these amazing people in our field. And it's free. Like, literally, Central Reach is offering all these CEUs. I've been doing so much stuff. I've never learned so much in these past four weeks. <laughs> I feel like my master's program was nothing compared to what yeah. I learned in the past. This is going to be like the absolute smartest fucking group of students ever. <laughs> yes. This co COVID cohort. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Yeah, like I, you know, I've been pouring myself into standard acceleration in this lab, like this Same whole here. time. I'm like, I'm gonna learn the blue chart. Yes, finally. <laughs> like, and well, I, uh, uh, yeah, I took Kim Barron's, uh, her, you know, uh, fit learning. I took her thing that she did for Calaba, and I'm like, still, I'm like, we're never using equal interval graphs again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. talk about an mo for learning it. I even like whipped out my uh, my white Bible and was like, wait, what does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. I listened to Kim Barron's CE one time. I listened to her on, and maybe it was on behavioral observations and mm -hmm. she made me feel like such a shitty analyst like the, in a good way too because she was yes. like you're not doing data analysis you're doing data display and i was like fuck like <laughs> you know so so like I but know. yeah i mean you like now is a the time there are so many cool resources right now from so many great minds in our field like big mm -hmm. like you know innovative minds uh influencers game changers i mean there are some really cool stuff mm -hmm. coming out
and they're I mean, all bored yeah. as shit. So when you email them, they're totally going to respond. <laughs> totally game. Yeah. You know they're home. <laughs> and uh, I mean, I, yeah, like it's changed the way I've taught my classes, um, maybe to a fault because now I'm like getting real deep into like Cooper third edition and they're still testing on the second edition. And they're like, <laughs> what? And I'm like, this is bullshit. Everything's bullshit. <laughs> like, <laughs> but that's just, I have to tell them too. I'm also going a lot deeper in like the, like, you know, I'm like the molar level, the molecular level, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, Casey, can you just teach us what we need to know for the exam, please? Like, just to pass that. I'm like, yes. So, Casey, get out of this mind that you're in. Get back to the task list four. Teach them that. And then tell them that they can learn all this stuff after they become a BCBA. Um, because it is super cool. And I love the way our field's going. And mm -hmm. it's just, you know, we're going to support everything and just keep learning out there. You know, join these things. You don't have to talk. You don't have to be nervous to join them. I've had a lot of people reach out being like, I want to join your free classes, but I'm so afraid. You can keep yourself on mute and vid no video. I don't even know you're here half the time. Like, mm -hmm. no offense, but like, I'm so worried about teaching or people are worried about their present presentations. They're not worrying about you. Like, join them. Yeah, 100%. Like, just like now is the time for sure, for sure. So. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, let's wrap it up. I'm so happy you guys came on. This was awesome. I feel fired the F up to go learn more. I'm going to go do a tutoring session now. And I'm just so on fire. So um, <laughs> thank you, guys. Thank, thank you, you for having, for having us. us. It's awesome yeah. to meet you virtually. Yes, right. I feel way more connected and super. I was going to ask Shane to do like a song, but I don't want to put him on the spot. So I won't. <laughs> Listen, uh, maybe I, next time. He's like, yeah, I next time. time. I have totally not prepared one already. <laughs> I guess, oh, you mean this song? Yeah. You don't do want to hear me about the charts. <laughs> <laughs> I am putting together a rap about the charts. No, I'm just. Just kidding i can't you should can't <laughs> we have a girl that uh sends us songs and i'll have alan put it again for you guys to hear on our last episode this she writes these adorable songs about aba and she did one on the covid and it's like three minutes it's adorable we'll put it in again at the end of this episode but you know just be creative you know just whatever it takes guys right now but please 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 my last little thing is Go to the show notes, click the link, become a giver, become a receiver, whatever it is that you need when you're listening to this episode with these three awesome behavior analysts that we are, woo, and our field is great. Fuck the bad rap. We are awesome and we change lives. Um, so thank you guys. And as always, follow us on Behavior Bitches podcast on Facebook, Behavior Bitches on Instagram um, and our website. I don't know what you're going to get out of that. Probably nothing but BehaviorBitchesPodcast.com. I don't even know if that's the right website. But anyways, <laughs> uh, as always, love you. Mean, mean it. it. Hey guys, it's Liat and Casey. We just want to take a second to let you know that if you're thinking of being a millennial like us and starting your own podcast, there is a way. You can do your show without having to become an audio editing and production wizard, because guess what? We don't know shit with that. But we have Alan at Pretty Easy Podcast who helped us get started he records our shows he posts them he adds awesome awesome music and cool shit when we don't even know what he's doing he sends us teaser episodes he does it all we just sit here and friggin talk we shoot the shit and you can record from home your office the park a bathroom stall at work it doesn't matter he provides the complete podcast studio all you need is a microphone 
and you're good. Alan caters to your schedule and gives you a producer for your show at your beck and call. He has been super flexible with our schedule. Whenever we need him, we go to Google Calendar. We just book him and he does all the hard work. It's like so incredibly easy. That's why it's probably called Pretty Easy Podcast. So be heard and have some fun podcasting like us. Go to prettyeasypodcast.com today. 